For South Carolina Public Radio, I'm Scott Morgan. Tune into your breathing. So as you inhale, let the breath come in through your nose. So this all seems normal for an outdoor yoga class, right? Relaxing music, bendy students. That's pretty much the use. Ah, there we go. Believe it or not, this actually is kind of the huge whenever Terry Gustin is around. She's a flower farmer. She and her husband Jim own Critter Creek Farm in Rock Hill. But they have animals too, including their Caprine business partners, whom they regularly take out to meet the public for goat yoga. And whoever wants to come along lines up at the truck. We pull the trailer up to the fence, and they all rush the gate, and we open the gate, and whoever gets on the trailer comes. So it's, it's a completely voluntary program with the goats. <laughs> Usually, Gustin holds goat yoga sessions at the White Home, an historic property and museum downtown. On this sunny Saturday, though, she and the gang, or tribe if you want to be accurate, are set up in this roped-off area at the Ann Springs Close Greenway in Fort Mill. Here, about 30 people and one, two, looks like 12 goats, a few not even a month old, get together for a little mindfulness without the intimidation factor that often comes from joining a class where everyone is super fit, super experienced, and super serious. Probably 75% of our participants every week have never done yoga. So the thought of going to a yoga studio is very intimidating. Yeah, intimidating is not really the word you'd want to say about this class. Goat yoga is not meant for the hardcore practitioner. It's meant to break the ice. This is a very non-threatening way to introduce people to yoga. Tammy Calvin is today's instructor. And it has been a gift over the years because people have said, I'm going to take a yoga class now that I've done this. Actually, Calvin is always the instructor. She has been for three years, which is when Gustin started offering goat yoga as a way to get people interested in coming to the farm. She had no idea they'd still be interested all these months later. We really never expected to be doing this after the first year. We thought, oh, fad, it's going to be over. And here we are three years later. We honestly didn't. We weren't planning on it, but we kept getting inundated with emails. When's the next schedule coming out? When's the next schedule? And my husband and I looked at each other and I said, hey, as long as people are having fun and enjoying it, we enjoy it. The goats love it. We'll keep doing it. Gustin says Critter Creek was the first place in the South to offer goat yoga. But she knows it's not really about the yoga. This isn't a high-pressure yoga studio. Everyone's here for the goats. We have every week we have people that don't do a lick of yoga. They're just here to play with the goats. By the way, if you're worried that the goats are going to jump on you while you're nailing a perfect bridge or a tabletop or something, don't be. They're trained not to do that, at least not during the session. That doesn't stop most practitioners from holding and cuddling them mid-session. And afterwards, pretty much everybody here poses for pictures with the goats climbing on them anyway especially the puppy-sized babies. Britton Beaver was in the class. She watches from the back. I've taken yoga a few times in my life, but this is my first time doing goat yoga. Verdict? Fun. <laughs> I love animals, and just having them around during the session was fun and invigorating. <laughs> she hasn't gotten a photo of herself yet, but she's definitely enjoying watching two dozen grown women laughing like toddlers over all this. Very interesting and, u- and a very unique experience. I will say that. I think I would probably do it again. I would want that to happen, though, with them standing on my back like that. I think that would be fun. <laughs> I think that looks fun. Yeah, that's definitely not the sound of an intimidated class. In Rock Hill, I'm Scott Morgan for South Carolina Public Radio.